Hello friend, I am Maria and welcome to the Conversations with My Higher Self podcast. This show is about spirituality, consciousness, and the inner workings of the universe at large. My partner Sergey uses hypnosis to bring me into a deep theta state where I get a chance to connect with my higher self. He then interviews me to uncover a wealth of knowledge about higher realms, celestial beings, and various energetic practices. Enjoy! Today, I would like to discuss with you the concept of divine feminine and divine masculine. Could you please explain to me uh, what divine feminine means? Um, divine feminine, feminine means the feminine or female aspect of God consciousness or source consciousness. And uh, divine masculine means the male masculine aspect of the source consciousness in short yeah um is it like the highest aspect uh why is it like divine feminine not just feminine for example mm-hmm. uh, i mean honestly that this is this is a term that has been coined on, on your planet it's not necessarily how we think of it up here per mm-hmm. se yeah um, the feminine aspect of God contains in it um, all frequencies, feminine energies from the lowest vibrating to the highest vibrating. Um, so it would contain everything from what you would refer to as the shadow aspect of feminine consciousness to the highest, most pure forms of femininity mm-hmm. in the universal and um, you know etheric sense. And uh, why did the source uh, decide to split itself um, to masculine and feminine? So it is part of the same expansion phenomenon. So originally the source was one, right? So it would just contain different aspects um, of itself that um it wanted to understand better and so it chose to split itself into many 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 parts uh each of you listening to this recording is a part of the source consciousness right um as part of the split there were two distinct energies that you know split first right so you know, it, 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 the, the split concept is one that is very layered and it's hard to understand and, um, you know, kind of like was a spiral type movement, but um, it created a split within source consciousness that you are now referring to as masculine and feminine and you know, a lot of other entities in the universe refer to as masculine and feminine. The only reason that you would want to add the concept of the word divine to it would mean that it is not just the lower vibrating energies of masculinity and femininity but also the higher and the highest vibrating energy energies of these two concepts or constructs Mm -hmm. that together make something that is whole right so our road to oneness is actually the road to uniting the masculine and feminine aspects and in that unity 
you know, they would stop to exist as such. Hmm. You know, yeah. it would just be you're going to be one being with the qualities that you have and not necessarily a being that possesses masculine or feminine qualities per mm. se. Yeah, and uh, I was always like thinking, why is it just two? Because maybe like if you look at um, like electrons, protons and neutrons, like there are three of them. Uh, but for example, masculine and feminine is just two. Why is it two? It's not, there's not just two. There's also the unity of, of the two, which uh -huh. is the third, which is that... Um, like the third Essentially, state? yes, source consciousness or, um, you know, as you're moving to towards source consciousness, in essence, like for instance, your souls are not necessarily masculine or feminine. They choose to, mm -hmm. um, you know, exhibit certain traits or sometimes they might be more evolved on or as far as their masculinity or femininity, but they are very much... Um, hermaphroditic in nature which means that you know they, they contain both and they're actually quite fluid so they could you know appear as quote unquote more masculine than appear as more feminine um, mm. according to what they want so it's you know there's always two polarities and then there is the unity of the two polarities right? okay. got it in the same way that you have light and you have darkness Huh. You have two polarities of gender. Got it. So, but, like, what does it mean to be a woman? And what does it mean to be a man? Are you asking me as, as far as your third dimensional consciousness is concerned? Uh, maybe, like, we can look at third and fifth dimensional, right? Because I think we're going to this direction. So it's curious to see, like, where we're going. So... From my perspective, both third and fifth dimension are quite low vibrating energies, so they're not that different from each other. Uh, of course, from your perspective, it would be somewhat different. Um, third dimensional beings exhibit a lot more shadow aspects of the masculinity, divided masculinity and femininity energies, as opposed to the fifth dimensional beings. So as the vibrations of your planet are increasing, what you're moving towards is the spiral of evolution and you're moving towards the lower vibrating aspects of femininity and feminine consciousness to the high vibrating same thing on the masculine side um i don't know if you need me to give you an example yeah okay that would be helpful yeah so you know like a low vibrating feminine energy um could be manipulative for instance, or manipulation. So when a woman wants something, but in you know, in, in, instead of either asking for it openly or attracting uh, those things to herself, she is scheming and manipulating and forcing and, and bending, um, you know, the will of creatures around her to get something. That would be like a low aspect, shadow aspect of femininity. Mm-hmm as opposed to a higher vibrating aspect of femininity would be um, for instance, you know, love and compassion, you know, the feminine aspect of love and compassion um, would be the high vibrating energies or the low vibrating masculinity could be aggression 
and the high vibration vibrating masculine qualities are generosity for instance right mm-hmm. um, so basically as the you know as you are moving from low vibrating worlds to high vibrating worlds the ones that actually have those two genders as split because there are worlds that don't have them as split as you have them here so it's actually a very unique planet in the sense that there are more plot having the masculine and the feminine aspect so split is, is very unique and it's almost you know i would perceive that to almost be like a disease of sorts because it's so unlike how things are in, in most other places in the universe and and how things are within creator mm-hmm. um you see I even mean, your word creator is masculine in nature whereas technically it should be a word that doesn't have a gender mm-hmm. um yeah so you, you mean our god is male or like what <laughs> what what did you mean Um, the way you perceive God ah, is, the way we perceive correct mm-hmm. correct the way you perceive God is as if it is male got it so you you have especially in in western religion you have father God you have yeah. son and you have Holy Spirit mm-hmm. all three are masculine by the way I don't know if you guys noticed I guess you have right but yeah. uh, does it feel like a little bit of a maybe like a disbalance It's you know where wh- wh- where is the <laughs> You know, if we're talking about the Holy Trinity, uh, where is the mother, daughter, and soul? You know, right. What, what happened to the other aspect of, of existence? So there's, a, I mean, everything about this planet, how it was constructed, you know, as a 3D world, juxtapositions masculine versus feminine, while at the same time putting masculine over feminine, as if it is an aspect that is truly high and highest, And feminine is a subordinate aspect you know even in your scriptures you know a woman was created from the rib of a man mm-hmm. which means that you know she is a byproduct of something and as that less than right the, mm-hmm. the masculine there are worlds by the way that are flip like um, completely opposite to what you're experiencing here so they would be having the same thing but reversed right mm-hmm. they would have two split aspects of source masculine and feminine where feminine would be on top and feminine would be predominant and masculine aspect would be a slave you know hmm. so the reason these worlds were created is to truly experience separation from you know the gender aspect of separation because yeah. there are so many kinds of separation you could think of and gender separation is just one And has it always been like that uh, on our planet? As a collective energy, yes. Uh-huh. As a collective concept, yes. Got it. Okay. Um, so what I'm like trying to understand still is like what what does it mean to be like a woman? And like for example, like who says that like these are qualities that a woman should have? right and uh like where where do you get this information right uh like for example let's say uh we want to like understand what would be like the ideal um like what would be the ideal qualities of a woman could you tell us 
Right. So I think that you're asking me questions in, 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 yeah. this, mm-hmm. in this blog. So first you're asking me um, kind of like, how do you know what it means to be a woman? Like what qualities should the woman display? Yeah. So when you come into a particular body, obviously you choose, right? So like you are either selecting a feminine body or a masculine body, right? In this world of duality that you chose to come down to, mm-hmm. um, you're selecting your body. So in other words, you're saying, okay, in this world of duality, I choose to, ex- you know, I choose to be a woman. I choose to be experiencing that as a woman. Now, just the fact that you descended into a female looking body or a masculine looking body does not necessarily change your personality so to say mm-hmm. right does not necessarily change your energetic imprint that you brought from your higher aspects what that means is basically if you imagine yourself in in the out of body state right as a soul you have had many prior incarnations you have had many prior experiences so you have developed certain qualities better than you have developed others right mm-hmm. um, if you're a very well developed soul right you might not technically say for instance courage right you would perceive courage as an inherently masculine trait here on earth you know in higher aspects of reality reality courage is just courage hmm. it's not one or the other in the same way that beauty is not necessarily feminine in the higher aspects of creation, right? Beauty hmm. is just beauty. It has no gender. Courage is just courage. It has no gender. Interesting. However, however, so when you descend here, right, you might display, say you're a man, you know, you might, you might have beauty as a quality in you, uh, or you're a woman and you could still have courage right now in the world of 3d specifically earth and by the way what's considered beautiful here what's considered beautiful on other planets are very different beautiful mm-hmm. um courage i guess less so uh, that one is a little bit more um black and white <laughs> that's yeah. a little more understandable mm-hmm. um so basically you would borrow traits from your higher aspects right and depending whether your higher self, um, like what qualities it has that are inherent in it, you might cause, come across as more masculine or feminine, regardless of what body you were given in hmm. a particular incarnation. Otherwise, what you would be witnessing is all everybody who chose a female body would be very, very girly. And everybody who chose a masculine body would be very, you know, brutal and, you know, masculine looking, which is not the case. The case is you have both genders that span the spectrum. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So it's, you know, despite the fact that they were given a particular body, they're still displaying the qualities of their higher selves. So some women are more masculine than others. That's true. Some women are more feminine than others, right? And that is just a reflection of the higher aspects of yourself, which for the most part doesn't have a gender. It just has qualities that it has developed, right? Mm -hmm. When you speak of divine feminine, divine masculine, you are looking at traits. You're basically, you're talking about two kinds of 
two different kinds of energies, right? That when fused, were once source, right? Those are energies that are vibrating very differently. So we could have an intelligent conversation around what divine feminine is as opposed to divine masculine and how does that relate to your 3D consciousness, right? Mm -hmm. Generally speaking, um, you know, what qualities that are things like nurturing, you know, things like love are considered to be feminine and, you know, action and achievement are considered to be masculine, right? But again, like the division only exists in the 3D world. It does not really exist. Yeah. And how did we come up with these labels uh, in this 3D? Um, It's like love is feminine. It's a label, right? And it's a 3D label for this planet or for this universe or like how does it work? I don't think that I can answer that question really well, but I will attempt. How do you come up with any label? It is conditioning. It is just choosing to call something one or the other. Right. In the same way that, that that is the same way that you guys have labeled certain traits. Huh. Um, it's not to say though, and that's what I'm telling you that like 3D world, 5D world, all of these are low dimensional world and world and separation um, is very very prevalent in in these kinds of worlds. And we're talking about a multitude of worlds, right? Mm-hmm. So when you say a label, you actually mean a word, and you know a word. Is basically a frequency so it, it's you guys didn't really label it mm-hmm. is what I'm trying to say you might have you know you might call it something in English or Russian or French or whatever language that you're speaking but whatever language it is it's first and foremost a frequency right that right. is being translated into and downgraded down to the language mm-hmm. so, so somebody can learn that because you guys don't speak you think you don't speak frequencies right you have to kind of like layer the frequency in a coding of a word, but a word is a frequency. Mm-hmm. So technically, the aspect that you call love in English is a frequency that exists all across the universe. So you did not create it, hmm. obviously. Right. Right? Yeah. You're just, dem- like, you're demarcating that as a frequency mm-hmm. uh, with a word because that just makes your communication easier. Not every world out there requires uh, language. Mm-hmm. You know, some entities are perfectly capable just absorbing and transmitting frequencies. Mm-hmm. They don't need language, right? right? But language is a very 3D construct. So, in other words, you know, all of these um, qualities that you're talking about, like courage and love and all of that. All of them come from the original source. It, it All of these are qualities and the emotions and states that that source consciousness birthed, that source consciousness has, and that source consciousness was willing to explore, right? Mm-hmm. But it also wanted to explore that across multiple different, um, under different angles, right? So it wanted to... F- like understand what would love feel like 
if I was in 3D versus 7D? Hmm. What would courage feel like if I was in 2D versus 11D? What would love would feel what would love feel like if I was in a female body versus a male body? All of that, you know, all of that variety gives you a greater understanding of the frequency of love that is bigger than you originally had. Mm-hmm. Right? So yeah. this is all just an adventure. Makes sense. And another way to perceive and another way to explore. Right. Okay. Uh, so uh, still like trying to understand like the um, like going back to my initial question right what does it mean to be like a woman right and uh, I'm still trying to understand like what does it mean to be a woman like in the perfect way right in the way that we should get there in order to evolve to the next stage basically because where the current state is as i understand like the current state is not like the perfect state to go to the next level right it's a big like shadow side of uh, uh, divine feminine and uh, like where should we go to get to the perfect state or like high aspect of uh, divine feminine for 3D. So for 3D, you only have a certain frequency that's available to you as far as femininity. I call it divine femininity. Mm-hmm. There yeah. are there is a certain range of what it actually means to be a woman that is not accessible to you. So unfortunately, when you ask me what does it mean to be a woman. I have to tell you, as long as you have female genitalia, you're a woman. That is the answer for this planet. Right. You can display zero feminine quantities, quality, sorry, and still be considered a woman on this planet. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's why this question is so confusing. Mm-hmm. Because the, you're, the only differentiating quality on this planet is, you know, gender, visual gender um, features. Oh, I see what you mean. Got it. But let's maybe talk about both men and women. They have both uh, female and um, feminine and masculine qualities. And energies. And energies, right? So let's say I'm a man. um, And um, or maybe let's put it another way. Is there any problems that people have right now around femininity and masculinity? So this world, I guess all of its energetic structure is interwoven with the conflict, the masculine-feminine conflict. Mm -hmm. That is one of the primordial predominant conflicts that exists on this planet today. Right. So everything about this collective consciousness is about understanding the relationship between the two and the roles of the two Mm -hmm. and as you're evolving from 3d to 5d the only thing that happens and by the way the ranges of divine feminine are not tremendously different in between 3d and 5d 5d is still a very limiting kind of like low level way of being not to discourage you you mean because you still have like a physical body 
No, it has nothing to do with the physical body. It has it has to do with the level of energies that are accessible to mm-hmm. you. Got it. But what 5D has that 3D doesn't is it has a lot less shadow and a lot more light as far as the divine feminine. And right now what you're going through as a planet is a reckoning. You know, for so many years, so many generations of women have felt a certain way have felt inferior have felt unrecognized have felt silenced have felt you know broken and you know put in a box and you know of course when half half of humanity right is suffering in the same way the other half is suffering just in in another way so what you're going through as a part of this upgrade from 3d to 5d is a much he- is a much more healthy relationship and dynamics between the genders. So, you know, basically this this planet, if you know, if we look at this planet, has a lot of constructs and let's say positions of power that were created and are currently dominated. So they were created by men and they are currently dominated by the masculine gender. Mm -hmm. So pretty much all of politics, especially the higher echelon of politics, is dominated by men, with few exceptions, but mostly men. Mm -hmm. Um, The world of business or enterprise is mostly dominated by men. These are the constructs that have been created by men. the next generation as you're going through this transition the next generation you're going to start seeing the next generation of female leaders emerge and they already are starting to emerge that are leading with their masculine so you're going to see a lot of women coming into position of power in the next 50 years 50 to 100 years that are leading with their masculine, traditional masculine qualities, which you guys would think of as masculine qualities. So they're a lot more rational, a lot less emotional. They are a lot more harsh. They are outspoken. You know, they are confident. All of these qualities that are part of the masculine side of um, the source. Yeah. Right? And then, you know basically so it's in in other words these women are emulating men in trying to get to where they're trying to go and that is still not balance that is not what balance feels like mm-hmm. that is not what balance looks like there will be a new generation of women that would come after this generation of women that would take the same types of positions of power and influence and would start doing it the feminine way. So the kinds of things that they would create as far as policies and movements and societies and companies is going to be very, very different led from the center of what it means to be a woman and what it means and more aligned with the divine feminine, right? Mm-hmm. So I think um, to go back to your original question, like what does it mean to be a woman? It means that despite what your higher self is good at, you know, despite um, the fact that you might have certain qualities that are inherently masculine, if you're coming in a woman's body 
and you're kind of like accepting the collective female karma, living your life in a way that would be in accordance with the highest aspects of the divine feminine qualities here on earth would equate a success. Generally speaking, you know, if you're selecting a feminine body, you're trying to grow and groom some, some feminine qualities. And again, when I say feminine qualities, the division only exists in certain dimensions, right? Yeah. So you probably want to lead with the heart, not the intellect, right? Mm -hmm. Actually, another thing that I wanted to point out that you have on this planet, you have the supremacy of intellect. Just precisely why right now you're going down the rabbit hole of um, technology, like technological society, is because that is what the supremacy of intellect manifests out in the world. And the intellect is more masculine, you mean? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Got it. In in your society, what you have been taught from early childhood is that, you know, you have to be smart. You have to go to school. You go to school to be smart. You know, you get an education to be smart. So it's all about learning things. It's all about, you know, upgrading your intellect. Hmm. You're not necessarily taught to be more in touch with your emotions. In fact, it's quite the opposite. You know, that's... Uh, more and more people every year have psychological disorders it is because there's only so much you can negate a big chunk of yourself which is you you know your emotional body and your heart you can only ignore it for so long until it wants to remind you that it's real and it wants to take charge the emotions are still there hmm. and you know what the society does to it medication <laughs> because you're like oh no 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 we're not gonna go that route yeah. We're not going to like listen to, 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 to these warning bells right now. We need to go back to intellect. How can we get back to intellect? Silence everything that is not intellect. Hmm. That whole internal system that was put in place to actually get you to balance, not away from it. So it's actually as we're going through a transition from 3D to 5D, what it is going to get, and it already is, accentuated and accelerated is psychological disease anxiety depression all of that like all different aspects of you know different psychological issues right mm. the reason being is because the other part of who everybody is doesn't want to be be put back into you know the back seat anymore it, it wants to claim its power it wants to claim balance human beings have two you know centers that you know are driving their whole existence the mind and the heart for a reason is because they're meant to use both and you cannot achieve gender balance outside unless you have achieved it inside as above so below hmm. a very very ancient principle so what you have is a planet of men that deny their own femininity actually that deny their own heart, that deny their own emotions, that are building a society and have built a society where heart, emotions, you know, that connection, um, all those things, um, because like emotions is also connection to higher realms. Mm -hmm. it, it's part of that same um, 
aspect. Right. Well, they deny it, disown it, and they don't think it's worth anything. So these these are kind of like you know the dark ages almost, yeah. right? And um, so this whole society is built by men that deny their own femininity. And then, of course, because they deny their own femininity, they despise femininity in others. And look, they have a whole gender of creatures that look way more feminine, that cannot control their own emotions, that don't lead with the intellect as much, you know, and yeah like you cannot even you know they, they kind of choose the heart over the intellect as much as possible hmm. now of course we know what happens with these kinds of women they really don't don't succeed too much in terms of you know wealth and, and power unless they marry well right mm-hmm. and that that's how you get a woman in a very subordinate role and by the way that's how you get a lot of masculine women uh, as a response to that because if you're in the oppressed state as a gender, and you know that you have been oppressed because you're feeling too much and you're not intellectual enough, you're gonna get a whole generation of women that needs to break through and shake up the system. And they know that the only way to do that is be a guy. So they actually choose intellect completely also and completely suppress their own emotions. I don't want to, I don't want to necessarily bring any examples, but like look at a lot of women in politics, starting with Hillary Clinton. Mm-hmm. Um, they are basically like kind of, you know, they operate like men. They act like men. They don't show emotion like men. Because unfortunately, that is the way, one of the easiest ways. To come into a position of power in a society that is skewed towards intellect hmm. is to completely deny the heart, right? Interestingly enough, these kinds of women, and that's unbeknownst to them, but they would pave the wave, the way to the true female leader, the one that leads with emotion, the one that leads with the heart, and despite that, succeeds. Hmm. And we're going to see more and more of those. Is it going to take like thousands of years? We're starting to see them come through actually already. Mm -hmm. Um, More so in the entertainment sector, which is the one, the show business. That is the one where, you know, women are more recognized than some other places. But we're going to start seeing them come out of that media entertainment sector and go into other sectors. You will see women who lead with the hard starting manufacturing facilities you know, and being in charge of financial institutions, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. This is not happening right now. So, but as a woman, uh, where you would start this journey, like for finding the balance? Because there is no like um, workbook, right? Uh, nobody knows what it means to have balanced uh, masculine and feminine energy. Correct. Uh, so where do you start and, uh, and how is, do you get there? Right. And not only is there not a book, actually the answer is really different from very different people. Hmm. Because you're, like I said, like we all, you know, we're coming into these bodies, but there is a range of where you fit already. Hmm. Like some women are too outspoken 
for a traditional, you know, feminine archetype. Too outspoken, too courageous, too go-getter, right? They already come with a lot of masculine qualities, right? So for them, balance would mean to integrate as many feminine qualities on the opposite side as is possible because um, this is very much like the scales, right? If you come in and your masculine scale has a lot of heavy weights on it, your feminine scale is going to be very light. So that's the balance. So you're going to have to develop qualities to put on your feminine scale so that it balances the two. And by the way, the learning, the way it works is um, like if your higher aspect has practiced courage for 600 incarnations, there is not much you can do to get rid of courage. So getting rid of an aspect of yourself is never the answer unless it's a shadow aspect, right? And, and then even then getting rid is not the answer. It's integrating, right? Um, so you would actually, the, the way you balance is by adding things and acting in a certain way that help you cultivate new qualities instead of eradicating your old qualities. So like I said, the answer is really, really very different from different women. Because if you have a woman, for instance, let's take the opposite side of the spectrum. If you have a woman that's very tender and soft-spoken, you know, and is like a very gentle and quiet um what this woman is living in 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 this on this particular planet is probably a life of a lot of pain right she's probably understanding like you know in this this particular woman what you know what this tells me is that she actually doesn't have enough of the masculine qualities in her mm -hmm. so the balance for her would be to go and practice being more outspoken, practice fighting for what she wants, practice making her own choices as opposed to just absorbing everything else everybody else wants from her, finding her own path. Yeah. Uh, can you maybe um, give us some kind of practice that would allow like to dig deeper and like understand these are my like feminine qualities uh and i have to find like the opposite one but like on the masculine masculine side right mm. can you repeat your request because it sounds like you already or you just gave <laughs> gave the answer yeah but maybe you can give a better kind of practice um i don't know like some kind of practice that would allow you to better understand like what you need, right? Whether you need more feminine or masculine. Generally speaking, I think that everybody intuitively knows whether they need more feminine or more, more masculine. Mm -hmm. So it's a, a little bit about going within and understanding. Um, you know, it's a little bit of an examination of your um, of your past. Yeah. Right. Because everybody already has baggage and, and history. So intuitively, you would already know, okay, like, if I didn't get what I want, why did not I get what I want? Mm -hmm. Or why did I experience this painful occurrence, right? Um, so part of it could be analysis, right? Right. And, and then, like, consciously deciding to cultivate a particular aspect, 
right? Which is less meditation and more just taking action, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, of course, part of it is like truly understanding what masculine feels and what feminine feels and what balance feels. Um, we could also do like a quick meditation if you'd like. Yeah. Uh, where um, you would imagine you would imagine white light coming through the tip of your head um, oh, like you know just pouring on top and then you want to imagine the light splitting into two um, into two different um, aspects or two different colors right by the way these colors could be very different in, in, in different um people but um generally speaking on this planet i see masculinity express itself as yellow energy and femininity express itself as blue um so you want to see um basically if you were to look at your body right and adopt this um, definition, right, of yellow being masculine in your body and blue being feminine. You can imagine your body as a vessel. So this white light comes, right, and it fills you up, almost like a test tube in a, in a laboratory, right? And then, you know, you're full of this white light, but then you want that white light to split into yellow and blue. Right? Because mm -hmm. we know that this is these are the two energies that are coursing through your body. And you want to see which color do you have more of. Because a perfectly balanced body is 50% blue, 50% yellow in this case. Right? So you want to see, okay, uh, whoops, looks like I'm 60%, say I'm 60% masculine and I'm a woman. That means that I have an overabundance of masculinity. Right? Either way, it doesn't, doesn't really matter whether I'm a woman or I'm, I'm a man. This test like works for everybody, mm -hmm. right? In the ideal world, you are 50-50. That isn't the ideal world. Um, so basically, if you have an overabundance of something, you need the other aspect, right? Yeah. So the way you course correct, right, if you have too much masculinity is not by cutting down your masculinity, but by accentuating your femininity, right? And this is something that I already said a little bit earlier. Uh -huh. It's not about trying to become less of, it's trying to become more of, uh -huh. right? So um, that aspect that you don't have too much of, you know, it's important to truly feel that energy. And I'm happy to help you, and, you know, we could... Uh, go into like on a little bit of a journey to try to understand what one feels and acts and does as opposed to the other. Yeah, right? that would be great. Mm -hmm. And then you would need to work with the aspect that you don't have enough of to bring more of it to your life. Mm -hmm. And there are so many different ways that you can bring uh, more masculinity and more femininity by just trying to connect with this energy and understanding what it is. So let's talk about feminine first. Um, so femininity is a very calm energy, right? Um, 
as far as temper, you know, the feminine energy is going to be like the calm water. But it's not a still water. That's very, very important to understand because the feminine rules the emotions, it rules the intuition, and that means it's a very receptive state to be, right? So you are this receptor. So at any given time, you are receiving all kinds of information from your surroundings, the people around you, um, the planets, the stars, all of it, right? So you want to imagine the water with like a little ripple on it. And that ripple, you know, changes shapes. And, you know, sometimes it's a little bit bigger, then sometimes it's a little bit smaller. And that's the feminine energy. It's never fully static. Hmm. It's always in the flow. It's always in the movement. Um, did you have a question? No, no, no. Okay. Mm. It's always moving. It's free-floating. Um, you know, it's always changing because of that, right? And it's okay, actually, for a woman to experience a slight shift in emotions, um, you know, from one moment to another is very normal. It's actually very healthy. What's unhealthy for a woman is to be stuck in a particular state. Uh, you know, that, that could be a very, very painful feeling where you feel like, okay, well, I'm only allowed to feel X and I'm not allowed to feel anything else, right? Mm -hmm. um, that's why for women to experience different kinds of emotions is actually a very healthy thing. Even if it's experiencing pain or experiencing sorrow or experiencing compassion, you know, all of those, you know, all of these emotions require like a big range and they require you to be open to, you know, receiving them because they're not necessarily super pleasurable, hmm. right? And that is completely okay. So like when you see a woman crying over a movie, she's going from, you know, through her natural flow. When I say a, a woman, I don't just mean a woman. I mean like the feminine energy is that way, right? Um... What else? So um, the woman is not necessarily about conquest. Um, that is very masculine. So a woman is more so about attracting things to herself, right? While being in that receptive, very, very receptive state. Uh, but it's also clarity. And I, for a woman, it's very important to fill her cup, fill up her cup because feminine energy is a very given and nurturing energy. And feminine energies don't feel actualized unless they're giving, um, you know, generally giving love, giving attention, giving warmth, you know, all of the above care. It's a very caring energy. And so the one thing that you must remember if you're trying to keep your feminine energy balanced is to always keep your cup full because what a lot of women are going through on this planet is they don't have anything to give because their cup is empty um so for a woman it's really really important to take care of her emotional state and to maintain a certain level of you know, happiness or feeling uh, like herself. So, um, you know, in the past, the way women did that is by, um, you know, either singing or knitting, or sewing, things like that. So like crafts and arts 
is something that fills up feminine energies very, very quickly, right? Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, right now, as the world you know becomes more modern, you know, women kind of like have lost touch with those more traditional ways or like more traditional pastimes, more traditional hobbies, if you will. And so they don't get their cups filled in as much. And so they cannot really nurture, you know, their families or communities, their friends, their, you know, husbands or children or parents as much as they used to. Um, because, you know, things like knitting or creating, even painting or drawing, um, you know, it really helps, you know, work through some of the more negative emotion. And it's, it's very much meditative type of practice for feminine energies. Um, feminine energies and divine feminine um, energies are also communication and intuition, right? So... Uh, you know, as you receive and compassion and love, as you're receiving things, as you are a receptor, you know, you're at the same time are responding, right, to everything that's going around you. Um, women have very open heart centers, and that's an overgeneralization. They have a very open heart center. Um, and they're very much healers of this planet naturally. If they were to allow themselves to kind of like let go of all the guards and all the things and all the cages that are jailing them, they would be able to heal this planet overnight. The reason being is because there is a reason why a woman is a receptor is because as she's receiving information, she's able to very quickly, very intuitively, um, heal a particular frequency that's incoming, right? So, you know, if somebody right next to um, to her is having a bad day, you know, she's receiving that frequency, and she could course correct that frequency with a word or like a little pat on the shoulder. Or, you know, what she says or what she does or just by being in the presence of that person, you know, and that person could be healed. Um, the reason that Earth is in the state that it is in the state, in, in its current state, so, so you know, all of the, um, all of the issues around the climate, all of the issues around, um, you know, the ecological situation, all of these are happening only because the women are asleep and the reason they are asleep like a lot of their abilities natural abilities are asleep is because they've been jailed for so long that they you know that natural those natural healing abilities are not coming through and not coming forward it's it's kind of like you know imagine a bird with a broken wing that bird is probably not singing right whereas the birds we can all agree were created to sing you know that's their natural healthy state a natural healthy state of a woman is to be a healer to every being that surrounds her including animals to including the planet including societies including groups of people you know um she's a natural healer she doesn't have to try but because she's been jailed for so long her wing is broken so she's not singing (laughs) 
So her healing abilities are either dormant or completely shut off because she's in a lot of pain. Um, so it's very important for women to let go of the pain. One thing that I'm seeing a lot on this planet, I'm kind of going a little bit on a tangent as I'm exploring this archetype with you. It's very much a journey for me as much as for you. I'm seeing a lot of pain, generational pain in the lower abdomen for women. Um, that is why childbirth is as painful as it is. It was never meant to be this painful. Hmm. But it is part of the same vicious cycle. As long as women keep depositing the pain of being jailed into their bodies, they're going to experience painful childbirth. And, you know, it is actually one of the things that is possible to start healing as we move from 3D to 5D. And, you know, it, it might be impossible to have completely painless birth, but the amount of pain that is experienced could be 100 thousand times less right now so women are holding on to all of this very emotional pain all of the things that they didn't even like that they didn't want to feel or they didn't want to uh, experience because it goes too much right so it's very important for women whether they know that they are holding on to this pain or they don't know to have like a monthly pain um, I, I want to call it like a pain relief or pain detox session. Um, and because there is already a very, very beautiful um, monthly <laughs> condition, right? When women are bleeding every month. But basically, this is perfect timing to not just let go of, you know, some of the things that your, your body is naturally disposing of, but all of the pain that is housed roughly in the same area of your body, right? Hmm. So it's actually really healthy to think of all of the pain that, you know, you have experienced over the past month, all of the fears, you know, everything that caused you negative emotions. And kind of like notice and allow that pain and those emotions to like finally leave your body, right? So taking that monthly cycle to really truly detox of unnecessary emotions is going to help wake up the healer aspect of femininity hmm. that is very much dormant and that this planet needs desperately because men are not equipped to heal this planet. That is not their strength. That is not something that they can bring to this to this earth. Their energy is very, very different. Um, intuition and guidance, um, another aspect of femininity. Um, intuition, I mean, naturally, women have better intuition than men. They have an easier time getting guidance from the higher realms as a general rule, uh, what I see happening on the collective, um, in the collective right now, is a lot of women are distrustful of their intuition. Um, there is actually shame around intuition, but also special abilities. 
shame and pain um, that is actually fairly recent. So, you know, there is a lot of pain that is in the female collective consciousness around witchcraft. Um, so anything intuitive, anything paranormal, anything that any of those abilities that, you know, could have at one point uh, gotten you burned, you know, they're being very much suppressed. You know, these are things like the ability to, women for instance, you know, um, they have the ability to foretell the weather hmm. because they're just so in tune with where this is going. So much better than your meteorologist could because, you know, the weather is actually, um, interestingly enough, is a reflection of the collective consciousness of humanity. We basically, humans, collectively bring forth the like particular weather aspects hmm. by the emotions that they're experiencing. So the weather is actually a reflection of that. And because women are amazing receptors, they are so in tune with that collective consciousness at any given point in time that they could be better weather predictors. But because they've been suppressing all of these emotions and emotions and you know they, they've been ignoring all of these signs and even when they get intuitive hits right now they're like oh you know what it's nothing and then they're like oh god i knew that this would happen right like all of these are the aspects of not trusting yourself not trusting who you are that are leading women uh into a world where none of their powers are activated yet again right so the healer powers are turned off the psychic powers are turned off or very 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 much dialed back and dialed down another reason being is because well yet again you take a woman that's actually supposed to be this intuitive right which means actually not leading with the brain because the brain is a whole other circuit right that goes through the same schooling system than the man, right? Mm -hmm. And by the way, the schooling system that we have today is a lot better for boys than it is for girls. Not all aspects of it, of course, but that's how men would prefer to learn. You know, it's, it's more of an intellectual and problem-solving style. And grades, by the way. Men love grades. It's because that competitiveness that is very much ingrained in the schooling system Again, build by men for men. Women are not competitive by nature. Women are embracing. You know, they're, you know, inclusive. Um, they're not a competitive species. They are a species that's like a social glue. They're unifiers, right? So if you put somebody who is, you know, meant to be this healer, intuitive, unifier and take them through a very masculine competitive schooling environment what they're taught is you know they're starting to develop those skills that a they're not naturally as good at as boys or mathematics and things like that um and then they don't develop any of the other ones that they're so naturally adept at so you have you know generations upon generations of dysfunctional women that are weak 
And the reason they are weak is because they're not being taught their own ways. And it's, you know, they're, it, it's like um, taking the stencil uh, of like a perfect guy, putting it over a woman and getting like not a perfect guy because a woman is never going to be a perfect guy as a result, right? Like it doesn't mold you into something that you're meant to be naturally. So pretty much I would say good 80 to 85% of abilities that, you know, women have and possess are completely dormant, unexplored, and not used by women in the uh, in the contemporary society. Well, sounds bad. Well, it's not bad. It's a link in the evolution chain. There is a reason for everything, right? There is a reason why you all chose to be on this planet and chose to experience this existence. And the reason being is because there are great lessons from, you know, being cut off from 85% of your abilities. That's true. But even a greater lesson in claiming them back and knowing that there is more to this world than you're being told. That journey is a very unique journey. You know, claiming back your power, claiming back your natural, you know, born abilities, um, claiming back what you're meant to be. That is a beautiful journey of self-discovery. Got it. Um, let's talk about men. Sure. In the same way. Yeah, we could. It's just, um, you know, if I say so, if I may just add two more cents. Yeah, sure. There are things and aspects um, that are limiting feminine energies in the same, you know, in it's not just about you know like bringing about the change in your energy is going to take time and it's going to take lifestyle changes and it's also going to take you bringing about certain objects into your, your life that you would not necessarily think of right so women a women need to wear skirts as much as possible ideally floor length skirts because this is the the shape of the skirt is very conducive to a woman receiving energy from mother earth right women are actually meant to walk barefoot as much as is possible which again i listen i understand that that's not how you guys live today right but connecting with the earth with your the bare soles of your feet and wearing a skirt are the two most important things that you can do for your femininity especially if you have a disbalance of feminine energies um this planet earth gaia actually has a very very powerful feminine energy spirit and it is a very very healing energy to all women so being in nature, connecting to nature, all aspects of it, you know, being as close to it as possible, as many days of the year as possible, would do wonders to your femininity. 
surrounding yourself with flowers some floral arrangements very healthy for this energy having long hair very healthy to this energy actually not coloring your hair very healthy to this energy try to maintain your natural color as much as is possible um it, it's it's known that you know our hair really helps with the receiving of the information um so it's not necessarily advisable to have extensions or you know any other things in the hair that would prevent from that but also coloring your hair which is like a lesser known aspect is not good because you're in essence like changing your own frequency by coloring your hair um singing like i said singing dancing painting sketching all of these things super super healthy for bringing your feminine energies back on track being around children and having children of your own amazing actually the more children the better something really gets unlocked in a woman once she um she has her third child so three is actually the perfect amount of children advisable for a woman which is not necessarily what you're seeing in, in contemporary society. So we can stop there. I mean, I can keep, obviously keep going, but... Um, yeah, we can stop here and uh, we can have just a separate session talking about like things you can do in order to like integrate uh, feminine energies, right? Okay. Yeah, uh, so it would be great if we could just cover men in the same way. Men? Sure. Yeah. All right, let me connect. Okay. All right, so the best aspects of men, uh, masculine energy is very decisive. So a masculine energy is very interesting. So it can be static in the way that feminine energy cannot. So your healthy flow of the feminine energy, as I told you already, cannot be static. If it's static, it's probably dead or stagnant and is dying. For a man, you have two states. You have the static state, which is, I would refer to this as the state of collecting energy for your next move. And then you have the action state, which is when you go after what it, what it is that you want in life or you, what it is that your heart desires. And so men actually go from the state of inaction to a state of action, to a state of inaction, to a state of action. That is the natural masculine energy. So men actually ironically need more sleep than women from that regard if they have expended too much energy it you know on the action action is a very it's an energy that consumes a lot so you, you need to go to the through the replenishment the only reason that might not be true right at this moment is because the women's abilities are so turned off that there the woman is not necessarily getting the support from mother earth so her energies are depleted because she doesn't get it. Men's energies are depleted because they're not getting enough sleep. So for the masculine energy to sustain the go cycle, uh, 
they need to be able to allow themselves time to replenish. Now, by the way, by the way, a lot of the, I'll call them drugs, right? But I'll make a caveat and explain. Uh, despite the fact that this man was created by, this world was created by men, the nine to five, five days a week is a very formulaic approach that is broken that does not even work for men. Because the masculine energy is not meant to be go, 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 go. Or when it is forced to go, 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 go. It is using too much without the ability to be replenished. That is why you have things like coffee, caffeine, and alcohol. All of the smoking all of these quote-unquote vices and things that are not so good for you are actually coping mechanisms to, you know, to help men fool themselves into the fact they can just go, 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 go. A much better state actually for men and women, but that's like a separate other issue, would be to not have a nine to five, five day a week, but really work from the goal setting mode and figure out, okay, like this is my big goal. You know, if men collect enough energy, right? Like imagine like a wild cat that's hunting, like a tiger or like a lion. If you think about lions, they spend a lot of time just lying around. They spend a lot of time not really being super active. So when they see that gazelle, they can give their all in that one sprint. And they got the gazelle, right? So that is like how the masculine energy actually supposed to work. Now, of course, because we're dealing with like very low vibrations, everything is broken on this planet, including um, how to get the most out of the masculine body. So I think for men, in the same way that for women, replenishing means... Like she has her own like way that she needs to fill up her cup. And for, for her, it is, you know, drawing. And I'm just drawing parallels. So, you know, um, you understand. But like for men, allowing themselves time to not be productive and be okay with it. Allowing themselves time for other activities because things like, you know, yeah, yeah, you have, you know, men that just watch TV and drink beer all day, every day. But, um, you know, that is also not like the, the healthy masculine state. But a lot of men don't just allow themselves to breathe out and allow themselves to not go and conquer whenever they don't feel like going and conquering. And understanding, right, that if they were to collect that energy... And maybe don't, you know, not give their all all day, every day to only feel like they need alcohol to feel relief finally. Or they need something to feel relief, right? Um, oh, you mean relief when you give up control? Or? No, no. So like alcohol, the way alcohol works is it relaxes you. 
go, go, go mode is when you're hyper, like you're like artificially hyperactive and you know, you basically, you need to get yourself into that state and you get yourself into that state with coffee every morning or just, you know, having to show up to work and produce or whatever it is that you're doing, right? You know, most, most people work five days a week. So that's constant go, go, go mode compared to the weekend that's a lot shorter. Hmm. So what I'm trying to say is that this type of calendar doesn't work for either gender, by the way, and definitely doesn't work for men. Because to get most, most out of men, they need to have enough time for replenishment. But there is a lot of pressure. And by the way, this is the pressure that men themselves created because of competition. This is also the environment and the planet where competition, you know, reigns free. Competition is a very masculine energy. You know, it has a lot of shadow aspects of power and strength. Um, but basically because it is, you know, like it's, there's a lot of fear of being worse than somebody else in men or not enough or not being able to provide like this whole dimension, this whole planet is rooted in masculine fears of failure of like, you know, not being able to put bread on the table for their family, all of that. Like men are neurotic and, you know, they, they experience all of these emotions that, you know, they might not even acknowledge. So they created a world, you know, as a byproduct of that fear, they created a world that doesn't work with their energetic structure because they were afraid to snooze. They were worried that if they didn't show up to work all the time, if they didn't try harder than they could, that they would lose in this competition. And in essence, they are losing. Because as you are in go, go, go mode, where you don't have time for, you truly figure out what it is that you want. That's why a lot of men actually spend time on jobs that they hate, doing things that they don't love. Hmm. At least being able to provide for the gender that as a byproduct, you know, like... In, in the normal circumstances, women wouldn't need to rely on their men to provide for them. Hmm. Because they have just as much creative power and they're just as capable for figuring things out. But because they were put in a subordinate state, they're pretty much incapable. They're useless. You know, I, I, you would be useless too if you had 15% of your power, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So women have 15% of their power, which renders them incapable, which puts so much pressure on men to deliver because literally they're on their own. Quite literally. There's no, for a lot of men, the reality is unless they provide their family stars. And that is like a, a vicious circle. It's very, very hard to get out of. Because even as women are trying to step up to the occasion, you know, they're not able to get the jobs that are as high paying. They have to take care of the children because the children might be sick all the time, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So like either way, even when the woman tries, she's not able to earn as much. So still the pressure is on the man, right? Um, so a lot of pressure. The pressure is partially self-induced. 
um, partially, you know, induced by women who have to, you know, because they depend on men, they're clingy, they are pushy sometimes, they're demanding, you know, all kinds of, you know, feminine shadow aspects are coming from the fear that, well, women, women know that they cannot provide for themselves, so they're adding to the pressure of men, as opposed to relieving that pressure and being the safe harbor and being that, you know, conduit of energy and that energy source. Like, women are actually supposed to power their men and share that energy freely and be a support structure for their men. But because they themselves are in the dark and are lost, they're maybe powering men to 20% of their abilities. So men, A, are not getting enough energy from their women. B, on this planet, they're so low vibration that they cannot get enough energy from their creator and the sun because that's not something they've been taught in school. What they've been taught in school is how to get good grades and, you know, um, some mathematical formulas yeah. and whatnot and fake history, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? And by the way, they also put themselves in a situation where they have to go, go, go all the time, which doesn't work for their energetic bodies anyway. So all of these things combined create, you know, a world of men that are malnourished and actually don't have enough energy to change the world, actually don't have enough energy to get what it is that they want. And thus, you know, a lot of them do end up failing. And a lot of them do end up feeling bad about this, right? And and that's just a vicious circle. And then, by the way, there is also a lot of blame that then they have towards their wives, like, well, if you didn't put this pressure on me, then I wouldn't have to do what I had to do. Right. And so it's like a self, you know, it, it, it's like this vicious circle that involves both genders, which is really, really hard to get out of. And the only way truly you get out of it is by the woman being elevated to her power so that her abilities open up. And so instead of sucking her man dry, she is going to give him life and give herself life in the process. All of a sudden, that pressure is lifted. All of a sudden, that pressure is gone. All of a sudden, this man has more energy. All of a sudden, she feels empowered to sing. Do you see how like that is, you know, that perfect interchange of energy where one feeds the other and the other feeds the one? Yeah. That is that is the alchemy that's missing from this dimension. And that's why it's hard actually to be both. Either gender really sucks. It's not easy. Because one ends up with too much pressure and the other without any power. Let's see what else we can um we can find in men. Obviously, a lot of the suppression of the heart. You know, in this competitive world, what is valued the most is strength and confidence. And, you know, being sentimental or having emotions is considered the opposite of, right? So not only are men denied 
the nurture from their women, like, you know, their partners, they're also denied the nurture from the feminine side inside of themselves. So it's like a desert inside. Truly, where like no living being is able to survive. If I'm looking energetically inside of most men on this planet, it is like a cracked soil that hasn't seen a drop of water in a century. Remember how I told you that the, um, you know, like masculine energy is very much like fire or air. Feminine energies are earth and water. Right. So there's a lot of air and then there's a lot of fire in men. And that pretty much creates a desert. <laughs> you know? And like what it's really truly missing is some water. So I strongly recommend you as a man to water yourself as if you were a plant. Drink a lot of water physically. Take baths, not showers. Sounds weird. I know. Because it's, you know, a bath is supposed to be a feminine, feminine. Past, pastime. Yeah. But is it? <laughs> if you're the one that needs water, why is a bath time a feminine pastime? Fine. Do a shower. Take longer showers. Don't do two minutes. Stop being so efficient. If you need water, take as much water as is possible. Go to the ocean. Spend time in the water. Um, allow yourself also energetically, right? You want to nurture yourself with as much water as is possible. What you would notice, like, you know, basically, like, literally, like, you know, if, if you're ima imagining your energetic body or if you're trying to explore, you know, your, your insides, just allow a torrent of water, rain, you know, waterfall, any body of water just to penetrate every cell in your body, every, every organ of your body. You would see like, and it'll be foggy initially just because of how much heat your bodies have. But also it would allow you to finally relax, finally let go. In the terrain that used to be desert, new things can grow. Hmm. Your creative potential. Because you're not just here to make money and, and pursue false ideals that are not making you happy. You are here to be the creator, right? Alongside the creatress of the future. And you can only birth that new future if you allow the soil inside of you to be watered enough so it can bring forth fruit. Because right now, the only thing it's bringing is more of the same. More of the same vicious circle. Allow your body to regenerate. Don't feel like you need to be busy all the time. But also find other activities and watching TV. Find activities that make you feel good. Making something for the home, for the house, is actually a very nurturing activity for the man. You know, whether that is, you know, fixing something in your home or just like making something from scratch for your house. 
you know, all of those things, you know, are kind of like the masculine way of being creative that would fill your own cup, right? And that's not to mistake with decorating. Decorating is for women. You're fixing and improving and making things from scratch. Very different energy, right? Yeah. Communication. Big block for masculinity. Communication is, again, considered a very feminine quality. Unless you're angry or ordering somebody around. Which is not communication. Let's be real. Communication is being able to listen, hear, and respond, not react. There's this, you know, very typical you know, anecdotal world where, you know, women always want to talk. You know, well, let's talk. Why don't we, why don't you ever talk to me? And then men, you know, kind of like withdrawing, like, oh, why does she want to talk all the time? I can't bear it. Well, it's because she wants to be heard. And if you're not very responsive, you know, the woman is going to fill in the gaps with talking. I don't know if you've noticed, but like, you you would always have a couple like for for the couple where the woman talks a lot the guy doesn't say a word yeah uh sometimes there's the other way around but like <laughs> which is like a whole other funny shadow aspect when they flip and change sides but uh very often it's like the woman talks a lot and the guy doesn't talk at all mm-hmm. and because she needs you know women they they require communication and you know because their receptors are quasi broken right one way that you know if they're not getting that intuitive communication is words so they're trying to fill their need for getting information in the way that they know how which is through words and they're you know in the ideal world you as a man would communicate to them share how you feel you know share what you think so they don't have to be the one to feel the gaps because hmm. they're like you know they, they turn into radios because they just cannot stand the silence right because if there is no communication coming from their man right how are they here's how this works the woman needs to get communication from her man because that's the only way that she knows how to support him with her energy. If she's not getting nonverbal communication so well, because her own powers are on mute and her own powers are not working, the only other way for her to understand how you feel is for you to actually tell her, for you to actually speak. That way she can find ways to to respond and help you. What ends up happening, she's not getting any communication. And so she's distracting herself from the discomfort that that creates by talking too much herself. Because it's actually very uncomfortable. It's like for her, for a woman, for a woman to not get information about where her man is at emotionally, physically, etc., is like being in the dark cell for like all of eternity. And it's a pretty crappy place to be. 
So they are distracting themselves by talking too much. So for men, and for this kind of like dynamics to start coming back to normal, it is very important to stop associating verbal communication with a feminine quality. Because it is not truly only belonging to a woman. And then the guy just is silent all the time. Silence is not a sign of strength in the same way that being, you know, sharing something and communicating is not a sign of weakness. And that is like the one uh, like myth that I see very prevalent on this planet that is actually very unique to this planet. Oh, like is it kind of a negative belief? Correct. It's like a negative conditioning that's now in the collective consciousness. Got it. Right? Yeah. And that is the one thing that, you know, keeps preventing this true symbiosis between the two genders. Hmm. Because if men were to only talk, women would be able to support them better. Because right now that's not happening. Um masculine energy right um masculinity is the ability and like how to like nurture your masculine energies um fire nurtures masculine energies really really well right um unfortunately i don't think a candle would help here because the candle is like too small uh, that's why having a fireplace, if you're working on your masculine energies and, you know, making fire is super nurturing for masculine energies. You know, being inside, outside, you know, bonfires, any of those, super helpful for masculine energies. Um, being in the sun. Sun is the like in the same way that the moon you know is more feminine sun is very masculine right so in the same way that women need to be outside barefoot you have to be outside getting the sun like being in the sun a thing that prevents you and i'm going to say something that's super controversial i don't you know but i will put it out there when you put a hat, baseball cap, hat, whatever, between you and the sun, you're not getting that nurture. Which is not to say that you need to be in the crazy sun for eight hours and get a, like a stroke, a heat stroke. Don't do that. You only really need five, ten minutes of unobstructed sun exposure a day when it's just like there is nothing between you and the sun. Because the same way that the soles of the feet, like if you're wearing shoes, you're not getting anything from the earth. If you're wearing a hat, you're not getting as much from the sun. If you're working on masculine energies, make sure you get that vitamin D <laughs> in the form of sun exposure as much as is possible. So being outside, super important. Um, prepping food on open fire, actually really good for masculine energies and uh, i know that 
you believe that making food is actually a very feminine thing to do? The answer is cooking and making food is actually not, doesn't belong to any particular gender. And especially if it's cooking on open fire, like roasting meats or vegetables and whatnot, or grilling, that's actually a very nurturing masculine activity. Then, of course, I mean, and then there are things that you, you naturally do, such as like, you know, sports and things like that. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't get in there. But also, if you don't feel like doing that, putting additional pressure on yourself as a man is actually going to backfire. So if you do not like gym, if you do not care about lifting weights, that is not the way for you, you know, like forcing yourself to do something only adds to the pressure. And you already have too much pressure. So in the same way that women need to detox the pain, you need to detox pressure. You are like, you know, a short fuse at this point. It's like too much, like, you know, a couple of seconds, like electricity is going to start sparking. That's how much pressure there is in the masculine, collective masculine on this planet. So I recommend breath work. And as you, in the out breath, as you breathe out, release pressure. Release the pressure of your ancestors. All of your ancestors have been feeling just as much pressure as you are. Release the pressure of expectations, your own expectations first, then the expectations of your parents, even if they're dead. That pressure keeps, you know, for men, that pressure never really dies with their parents the pressure of you know your loved ones your children like all of the pressures that they create in terms of you have to deliver release that the societal pressures of achieving or having things being in a certain place at a certain age like by now i should have x release all of that pressure breathe it out as often as you need if you feel low energy, breathing exercise that relieves pressure is going to open up space in the different areas of your bodies for energy, new energy to come through. Right now, there, right now and very often, there's so much pressure right around you that your bodies become so dense, nothing can penetrate them. It's almost like having like a shell. Nothing can penetrate a shell. So with breaths, you want to release that pressure. And what that would do is that shell becomes penetrable. So people around you and the sun, you know, all these other energies can actually help and fuel you. Because if you're this like bowl of nervousness, nothing can come through. So all that creates is a perpetual cycle of like, being tired and not being top of your game. Um, is that enough? Do you want me to keep going? Yeah, it's a lot of information. Yeah, thank you so much. It's it's great. Um, and uh, again, I think we'll just have a separate episode uh, going deeper, right? Because uh, it seems like it's a lot of issues on both sides. No, honestly, I could probably go go on for 10 hours. There's just so many. Nice. That's great. Uh, we can definitely have uh, multiple episodes just um, talking about these like issues and how we can 
uh, fix them. Um, and I think it's enough for today. Uh, it was a great session. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, great information. And now I'm going to end our session. I'm very grateful for the information you provided us today. I'm asking the higher self to resist to where it belongs with much love and much thanks for the help and information it has been given Maria today. I know she's really going to appreciate it. Now I want all the consciousness and personality of Maria to once again return and fully integrate back into the body completely.